gentlemen of the RuPaul's Drag Race UK recap show for season one, episode one, titled The British Are Coming. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one cantankerous co-host. From the YouTube channel WDW Aristocrats, please say... I just want to play on those tit trumpets. <laughs> to Daniel J. Brewer. Hello, Daniel. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? You know, Joe, I am exuberating confidence uh, <laughs> like an actual replica of a podcast host. Uh, <laughs> I am just, I am so ready for this. Bottoms up, no babies. No, up the bum, no babies. I, I screwed that one up, didn't I? That's a line from the show, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, um, I believe it's like Cheryl Hole. Cheryl Hole, she's like pissed. And then all of a sudden, the next shot, she's like, all right, let's have a drink. I'm going to do a toast. <laughs> that's those wacky brits those wacky brits you know before you know daniel everyone should know i should also i should probably change the intro to not only is, are you the how, well, how do you describe yourself on wdw aristocrats what would you call yourself the host co-host what do you say yourself yeah yeah i don't know that you have hosts on a youtube channel no it's just yeah. uh we do yeah my partner and i do a youtube channel about disney Trading pins, which mm-hmm. I'm it's like almost zero uh, crossover with this with this audience. But uh, is there really no crossover with it? Is nobody? I, I don't know. I don't think there. I, I don't think that the drag race community is like big pin traders or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But uh, because, you're always welcome to check out the, uh, the YouTube channel. We have a guy named Stephen Starling. He manages our. Uh, Instagram social media. So when I say on the Drag Race Recap Instagram account, it's not because I posted it and we're like, what? It's because someone else posted it and I'm like, what? And he he had this one meme that was like the Drag Race uh, and Great British Bake Off Venn diagram is just a circle. <laughs> and uh, how would you – because I know a couple of uh, people uh, in, who like Drag Race who are big yeah. pin people and pin collectors. You know, our friend Nico know. Martinez – I think he's yeah, a see, pin I collector. Don't, I, do, I really don't know. I'm 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 curious to find out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I obviously like both. Now, when you're when you and your partner when they when you guys met, did you bond yes. over this love of pins, or is this something that's developed in the relationship? Yeah, no. It so when we first started, well, when we met, we lived in different states. We mm-hmm. we we met, as you well know, in World of Warcraft. Yeah, uh, because we were on the same raid team. But um, no, when we. Uh, then we both moved together to Georgia. So it wasn't until we moved to Florida that we started doing Disney pins. I had done Disney pins a long time ago, mm-hmm. but not living in Florida. I wasn't doing them anymore. And so, Do you yeah. still have the original Disney pins that you were collecting? Are those like big collector's items? Actually, uh, it's not. they're not huge collector's items. But yeah, actually, I, uh, we just had a Q&A uh, video up on our channel where I showed the very first set of pins that I oh. collected. So. But 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 they're not like like what what is like you know you know you and I both know someone who plays Magic the Gathering and he was telling yes. me the Black Lotus card that is the <laughs> card you know that is the 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 card what is the equivalent in uh, Disney pin collecting what's the Black Lotus what's the Honus Wagner of uh, pin there, collecting? there's numerous but I guess the the most the rarest pins that we have in pin collecting are what they call PP pins which mm-hmm. are uh, production proof pins Mm -hmm. these are like one to three pins that they make um just to test out the the die cutting machines Mm -hmm. and then they and so they have on the back of them the the letters pp uh scratched in them and there's Mm -hmm. only one or three of them in the world right for any given pin Mm -hmm. um there will only ever be one to three of them so i have one up here uh that i got it's a pluto uh, mm-hmm. production uh, proof that I have up there, which is my my prize pen. There's also artist proof pens, which are like in quantities of 35. They're the same thing, but they, those are the ones that they run to test the colors. You get those at the big pen trading shows and, and whatnot. I've already bored myself with this. Joe. Do you only, <laughs> like, I, maybe we'll talk about this off the air, but like, do you only collect Disney, Disneyland, not Disneyland, but Disney Park pins? Because like, I know, for instance, there's a company called Mondo. That tells posters, but I know they do some Disney enamel pins. Do you do, collect and there's, those? Yeah, there's some companies that do other Disney. We primarily do Disney Park pins. We don't have pins that are not Disney Park pins. All right. We have a couple of box lunch pins, but those are Disney Park blessed pins. Like they, they still have the, the Disney Parks logo on them. Mm-hmm. And so, the, so. Did, did your partner get into this because of you? He discovered he also loved it too? Yeah, yeah, he likes he, – he really likes Figment from Epcot. And so he started collecting the Figment pins and mm-hmm. – uh, 
Interesting. And then we're like, you know what the world needs is two gay men talking about pins on the internet. So we... <laughs> Look, I'll, we, uh, I'll, I'll top that. What the world needs is two gay men talking about two gay men talking about pins on the internet. That's what exactly. Yeah. It's very meta. But that is exactly what the world needs, Joe Batanz. You have, you have hit that nail on the head. <laughs> exactly. Now, you know, generally this is sort of like the hot topics. We talk about, you know, just what's going on in our lives and whatnot. But, you know, I, I think it's it's a good time right now to sort of what were you know we both were talking earlier about how everyone should know if you know you can watch this and if you live in the UK you can just watch it on BBC3 right which I believe is their like sort of like their their young person's version right cuz on the computer right this I don't know that is the BBC yeah, but BBC Three, it's not on the television screen. It's like yeah, it's on, like ESPN Three. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's, it's, yeah, it's, so it's you can watch esports in the United States on ESPN Three if you want to watch it on the internet. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And then, uh, but anywhere else, like in the United States, you have to watch it on Wow Presents Plus the day right. of, or you can watch it on Logo a week later. Correct. And you and I were, but how did you find the experience watching it on Wow Presents Plus? Um. It was okay. I, so I, I watched it in three different places. Oh, so I watched it. I watched it on a computer mm-hmm. the first time, mm-hmm. and that experience was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I got home, I watched it on our Fire TV. So on the actual TV mm-hmm. using the Wow app, it was fairly good. I mean, compared to like the other apps like HBO Now or anything like that, I think it it had most of the functionality that you would want in that. I mean, granted, I only had it with the one show. Um, but the the image quality was good. I liked it. Um, Have you watched any of the other shows in the Wild Presents? Plus? No, no, because I I just today bought my me too, my, me too. Yeah, and I was going, but just when I was waiting, I was going through the other shows. I was like, who is watching? Me? Like, who's watching Ms. Cracker's tutorial? <laughs> but Joe, did you not catch <laughs> the winner of Drag Race UK gets flown to Hollywood where they'll have their own digital uh, series yeah. produced by yeah. the producers of Drag Race Recon. I'm like going, so basically they're going to get one of those shitty WoW Presents. Yeah. So I was like, the, the winner of Drag Race UK is going to get a shitty WoW Presents uh, episode, you know, uh, series. I was thinking that they all go, ooh, and something wrong was <laughs> you know, like, I'm something wrong with Hollywood, Ellen. Oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh God, no, 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 no. Yeah, they're going like, to be doing all these horrible shows that are WoW Presents. And they're like, the people who made Drag Race, RuPaul's Drag Race, like, yeah, what else have they made? Everything else they've made has failed miserably. <laughs> Awful. Did you watch this uh, Alyssa Edwards uh, Dancing Queen on Netflix? Oh, yes, I did. I, I didn't I didn't make it all the way through. I made it up to the part where she got her new house. That was yeah. as far as I could go. And that was that was a stretch to get there. I stupidly decided to recap it and try to go through the whole thing. But, oh, my goodness. What a uh, nightmare. It was like. It didn't know what the fuck it wanted to be. It was like sometimes it was like dance moms and sometimes it was like toddlers and tiaras and mm-hmm. sometimes it was just like drag therapy. It was just uh, – I well, don't know. Also, it's one of these things where they don't understand that Alyssa Edwards is charming in the context of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. And I don't know if it needs to watch it. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's just like – that's kind of I think part of the problem with a lot of these drag queens. But, you know, he, Daniel, we are here – to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race UK. And so let's, we have so many. I told Daniel today, I emailed him, I'm like, we're not going to do that many looks. And then the whole show was nothing but looks. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. This week, 10 brand new queens walk into the workroom. This time, though, they're on a different continent. It's time for Drag Race UK. For the mini challenge, the girls take part in a photo shoot that gives them ample opportunities to make the same blowjob joke. For the main challenge, they need to serve two looks, hometown pride and Queen Elizabeth realness. Something Wong does something white. Bag of chips makes no sense. Vinegar Strokes knows Michelle Visage. Cheryl Hull hates her hat. And Gothy Kendall is an apathetic tiger. In the end, the Vivian was named the winner of the challenge, while Vinegar Strokes and Gothy Kendall were forced to go head-to-head in a lip-sync battle for their lives. Wigs flew, but after all was said and done, Gothy Kendall was the first queen to be eliminated from Drag Race UK. Daniel J. Brewer, name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. (sighs) Two things I liked about the episode. Uh, I I liked um, Alan Carr. Yes. He was he was absent for the first part of the judging panel, but when yeah. he finally decided to show up, yeah, he was he was worth the price of admission, which is three dollars and ninety nine cents. But um, the uh, other thing that I liked about it was uh, just I want to say the freshness of it. Yeah. I feel like 
because they're not in that basement in California shooting, like they're actually like in some kind of semi decently modern studio in the mm-hmm. UK filming. They got better lighting in there. They got uh, you know better sets. Uh, I I it just felt better. It felt like oh this looks better until they got to the main stage, which sucked. But it, you know it it, it looked better. Mm-hmm. So that's what I liked about it. The one thing I did not like about it was. <sighs> See, I, I, I should know this guy. I knew you were going to ask this question. Yeah. I just didn't really uh, put a lot of thought into um, this. I asked the question, and right now it's writing down the two things I liked and one thing I didn't. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> uh, the one thing I didn't like about it was um, the uh, – I can't say Muppet. Can, isn't Muppet – can someone in the chat room tell me is Muppet is like a, is a, is a bad term in the UK, isn't it? It's like it, – like I'm referring to it as like a puppet, but it's like uh, what was his name? The guy that looks like a mannequin when he's talking in his confessionals, uh, is it, it's the Vivian. The Vivian looks like an artificial human being with glassy eyes and like, he was like uh, some kind of mannequin, like, like somebody is doing a ventriloquism mannequin and you're just not seeing the the ventriloquist. You don't want to be offensive, Daniel. (laughs) He's called somebody a mannequin. Well, you know what's, I wouldn't want to offend the UK. You know what's so funny is, I don't know if that's offensive or not, but you know, there are some words that I, you know. That like they'll they'll throw cunt around like nobody's business, but yeah. I found out and I found out because of Drag Race last season, um, but that this word right here is I'm not gonna even say it. That's how bad it is. This word is really offensive. Oh, it's backwards. Sorry. Uh, no, it's not backwards. It's you're seeing it backwards. I uh, see it correctly. Okay, that word is yeah. very very offensive in the UK. I didn't know that. And Todrick said it on last season, and I was realizing he's. Oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah, he what he what Todrick said was um, the adjective version of that. Okay, and he went had to go on Twitter and apologize. And I asked a British friend. I thought it was just Todrick was being Todrick. And he, when I told him, it was like I said the N word ten times. He was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cannot ever, 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 ever say that in England. It's really, 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 really bad. And I was like, really? That just means, you know, you're twitching here. When you earth. when you talked to Todrick? I've never spoken to Todrick. Oh, I Oh, okay. I, I misunderstood. Yeah. I was actually, I was, I was scribbling this down so I didn't forget it later that, uh, you know, at D23, they announced a new parade that was uh, <laughs> created by Todrick Hall. Don't, I was just like, even, no. as soon as I saw it, I'm just like going Joe Batanz and Taylor the Latte Boy must just be like uh, shitting themselves. Let right me now. tell you this. A uh, friend of the show, John Marti, who I believe is in the chat room, I went to a party at his house. And afterwards, he had played the, uh, a Todrick Hall song, which I clocked, but I was like, whatever. Afterwards, he came to me to apologize. He's like, when that song came on, I was like, oh, God, this is really angering. I mean, look, I don't like this Todrick Hall, right? He can <laughs> suck a dick. I don't like him. But uh, I, I don't and, you know, blow up enraged. I don't get enraged when I hear it. I'm just like, okay, whatever. Stupid Todrick, you know? Stupid Todrick Hall. Anyway, uh, two things I liked about the episode. One thing I did not. You know what? It was very – we have not seen this in the U.S. in a while where RuPaul is at the photo show taking photos – She's yeah. kind of in the U.S. kind of backed away from that, you know? So it was fun to see her having fun, making fun of the girls because they were so apathetic like Gothy Kendall or laughing at their dumb jokes or whatever and taking the photos herself. Um, I thought that was fun. Uh, Andrew Garfield's bulge, even though we only got a, a brief glance at it, when he was standing on the end of the main stage, I clocked it. I'm a big bulge I, watcher. I don't know if you know this. Episode. I have to go back. So then you saw the the Brit crew because uh, the one of the the Brit crew had quite a. a nice oh yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. One of the Brit crew. Did I didn't. I did not see Andrew Garfield. So I have to go back and. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, Andrew Garfield because he was wearing very the pants legs at the bottom were flared, but the top was very yes. tight. And it's uh, not. It's not like you haven't seen Andrew Garfield in skin tight uh, outfits before. You know, he was but I Spider-Man. feel with Spider Man that they hide that. You think? Okay, well, I'm, great. Because I'm I look when this Tom Holland comes out, I'm I'm examining every inch, every pixel of that picture gets examined uh, for every shadow. The one thing I did not like. Okay, hopefully this was the one time they did like. Okay, we're gonna get it out of the way, whatever. But the whole like, hello, governor, and like oh. dumb British, like obvious British jokes. I was just like, no, 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 no. Oh my god, Joe Batanz. Yeah, you're talking about. RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> you don't. 
You're and you're hoping that this is the one time that yeah. uh, I hope I hope this is the they one don't time that low <laughs> sense of humor yeah. again. I hope that I, well, you know, Drew Paul's Dragons, they don't ever do the low hanging fruit on the nose <laughs> jokes. So uh, I'm hoping that this is the one time they got it out of their system. There'll be no more like uh, jokes about it. By the way, next week they're doing um, um, downtown yeah. Draggy. Downtown, <laughs> downtown, the downtown Arby's, as I yeah. like to call it. Did you see the movie? Did you see the downtown Arby's movie? No, but let me tell you this. There's this swanky movie theater here in LA called The Arclight. And that's all, I, I only I'm, go there I'm exclusively. Familiar with the Arclight, yes. Let me tell you this. I went there having the Downton Abbey experience. Yes. Okay? I go there. I went to go see uh, It, actually. It Chapter 2. That that's, has nothing to do with Downton no, Abbey, yes. No, but I'm leaving It Chapter 2. And there's all these nudniks dressed... Like they're in Downton Abbey and they're like, like, oh, hello there. And you like the women are all dressed up because that's part of the Downton Abbey experience as you show up in, yeah, you show up in period uh, outfits. And I'm like, look, and I see like a Chinese guy and a Mexican guy and a black girl all talking to each other. I'm like, you realize you would have never been allowed anywhere near Downton Abbey, at least not upstairs. (laughs) Right. And so it's just like, no, it's. It was so embarrassing. So no, uh, yeah, it. it I went really and saw is. it. Go ahead. I went and saw it at a, at a pre-event thing. So I saw it like a couple of weeks before it came out, and uh, I just want to say it was a, it was an incredibly lovely movie mm-hmm. that was completely unnecessary. Is it? It was great, but, but it is, was completely unnecessary. But didn't there didn't the sh- series already have sort of a very fitting ending? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was a completely unnecessary uh, movie. It wasn't, wasn't like they were going to wrap something up or whatever. It's like the series ended fine. So it was gorgeous. It was great to see people again, mm-hmm. you know, but it was completely unnecessary. But still, well worth the watch. Did it put, the but, but did it put a nice little topper on uh, Downton Abbey? Are we done not, now? Not really. I mean, they kind of left it open to do more, but. Oh, all right. Yeah. All, all right. right. Well, in the interest of not boring everyone to tears, we're going to cover the workroom <laughs> entrances and the mini challenge photo shoot at the same time. Oh my God, that can't be done, Joe Batance. Yeah. So, first up, RuPaul explains to Bag of Chips this week's mini challenge. Now, in the tradition of Anne Boleyn and Mary, Queen of Scots, we're going to do a little photo shoot, a video postcard. We're calling it Off With Your Head. And you'll be <laughs> modeling with your severed head. Yeah. So yes. for the most part, it was entirely unnecessary. I, I mean, I, I, the, the, I, I, I like the days when they used to do these humiliating things to the queens, you know. Like shove a blower in their face. <laughs> or, uh... Yeah, exactly. Where was it? What happened to that? You know, you have three minutes to get into hag drag and do some stupid dance with some B label <laughs> recording artist. Remember those? Bring back those. What did they They're trying to elevate this show. You know what one of the worst challenges, you know, I had someone write to me on Instagram saying like, I can't find All-Stars 1 anywhere. And I'm like, you're not missing anything. <laughs> you really, like, <laughs> and look, even you might think if you haven't seen All-Stars 1 and you think I'm really, I, but I'm a completist. I'm telling you, apart from episode one, the rest of it is pointless. Maybe the moment when Raven and Jujubee cry. You we know? could we could just reenact it at some point, like put it out as a as a little uh, a mini series, just yeah. reenact it with the puppets. radio drama version of All Stars. Yeah, the radio yeah. drama version of All Stars. But anyway, one of the worst challenges they ever did, they didn't want to do the snatch game on All Stars at that point, and so they did Laughin, right? They called it Gaffin, I think. <laughs> and they had um, actually too bad Adam Burns isn't here. Your former co-host and my current co-host. Adam Burns, who loves Mama from Mama's Family. Remember they had uh, Vicky Lawrence on, and she played Mama in this gaffin thing. Oh, it's horrible. Anyway, first up in the room is Bag of Chips. She walks in. I Look, I don't know clothes. And what I'm going to tell you guys right now listening, we have another show that's Patreon exclusive, so you've got to sign up for it. But it's called Bring It to the Runway, and we're going to talk about these looks in detail. And then we have two drag queens who will be describing those looks and going over them in detail. I don't know. I don't know. Gold leopard. Can you describe this look, Daniel, at all? Like, did, did you ever share the folder with me? I showed in. Okay, great. There it is. Um, yeah, I, I would let me let me find it here. So this is what's your name? Bag of chips. Bag of chips. Why aren't these? Uh... Oh, they are. I was going to say, why aren't they alphabetized? But then I knew I they are. Yes, I would say it's a leopard print. It's like a sequin leopard print mm-hmm. thing, and it looks. As though she has a shower cap on, but there's really just a really flat wig. 
Now, Bag of Chips is kind of, she's quite the personality of the show. Uh, yes. What were your thoughts on Bag of Chips, Daniel? I so I had already read the 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 news story that broke earlier this week that she had slept with some. <gasps> I don't know about this. What are you talking about? <sighs> Someone help. Well, me while you while well, you're looking that up, team, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just type in Bag of Chips and some team some I uh, some. What am I trying to say? Poster boy, not a poster boy. What do you call a heartthrob? Yeah, it's some heartthrob, some UK heartthrob that she had slept with. Oh, really? That she was talking about, but what she didn't say was when she slept with him. So it would be, it would have been an accomplishment if she had done it when he was in his twenties. But now he's, oh. you know, in his forties. So I don't know exactly when this happened. But anyway, I thought about bag of chips. I liked her, but more importantly, when she was talking, we had the return of the shade button noise, which we did not hear all last season. Yeah. So I was, I was very, I was more excited about the shade button noise coming back actually than I was about uh, bag of chips. But she kind of grew on me after a while, but uh, that was my initial thoughts. You know, she was the first queen in the room. So, yeah, I didn't she, – she set the bar kind of mid. I think a lot of the controversial people who are in the UK are that she's a Tory, which I believe is a conservative party, and that she's pro-Brexit. And, of course, that is like the worst thing right now in England, and so people are not having it. I think she's been booed at events and whatnot. But, um, all right, yeah. She's here on her new podcast, Brexit and Briskets. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah so that was bag of chips and she seemed you know a good person to have be the first person to walk in the workroom a lot of personality she can engage the other people walking in it, uh, so far i find her endearing i'm not gonna lie yeah i i, I like i said um, she's kind of middle she's not mm-hmm. in my top but she's she's middle she's 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 okay all right next into the workroom is blue hydrangea um your thoughts on her workroom entrance uh, I, I, I didn't like the the confetti that she blew out of her yeah. hand. It was mm-hmm. just like she found a post-it note backstage and like tore it up and like thought that she, that would add something to it. Um, she's like a local queen. Like there was nothing great about Blue Hydrangea. She was okay, but mm-hmm. she wasn't. She didn't blow me over with her uh, with her personality. She was just kind of mid range, and but in her head, off with her head challenge, she did do a really good share impersonation. So I, I she did do a funny share impersonation, which of course will obviously charm RuPaul. Now I will say, as a boy, I do love me a ginger, mm-hmm. and she. Oh, she, as a boy, she's cute. Yeah, well, yeah, the that. boy, she's very, very cute. Uh, she's she's the one that's Irish, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the one that had the crane. Oh on yeah, the, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, you know, to be honest with you, I like the outfit. There's something very Gaga about it. You know, I could see Gaga wearing that. that, That's the closest I get to fashion expertise. Um, And uh, yeah, but yeah, so far in this episode, kind of middle of the road. All right, the next person into the workroom, she's going to be kind of controversial because we already talked about this before she walked in. Davina Del Campo, she walked in. uh, That's the best shot I could get of her, Daniel, of her whole body that you're going to see right now. And uh, what were your thoughts on Davina Del Campo? I like Davina Del Campo, and I don't know anything about her, so maybe I'll hate her later. But I kind of like Davina Del Campo. Uh, Davina De Campo. Is it what is it? Del Campo? Del Campo. Yeah. Of the I, like I hate her laugh. Her laugh is annoying. Oh, that laugh! But, no, I can't. Yeah. That laugh. No, but also you know the weird bragging about the TV show she's been on, which uh, all our UK fans uh, have told us like she's like a like like there's this one show she talks about. I can't remember what's called. You know, like. Uh, hey there, how there, or whatever, right? And she talks about she's a judge on this show. So I'm sure someone in the chat room will tell us. Brexit and Biscuits. Yeah, Brexit sure. and Biscuits. And they're like, she's a judge on the show. Well, it turns out this show is one of these shows where like you go on there, you perform, but there's a literally a hundred judges watching you and they're like anonymous and they vote. Okay? Yes. So there's that. Yes. And then there's another show where she said, like she said she's been on The Voice UK. Yeah, but she's one of those people who, you know, like they just bring in random people on the audition and they show her singing for a second. That's how she was on The Voice UK. But she's, it kind of reminds me of there are people sometimes you'll say like, you know, you'll be doing a show at a comedy club and for some reason Chris Rock will drop in, you know, right. and do a set and you'll say, like, I performed with Chris Rock or I opened for Chris Rock. No, you didn't. You were just, just on right before him. Doesn't mean you opened for him. I don't like we, we have we have that in the Disney YouTube community. Oh, really? 
we have people, Disney YouTubers that will post shots and they'll, they'll, you know, at a, like a Disney party that they paid to go to. Yeah. And then they'll kind of, kind of throw in, I'd like to thank Disney for inviting me. Oh. It's like, it's like, you weren't invited to this event. They invited you to pay for your ticket to come to yeah. this event. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. you know, it's so funny. You said there was this controversy earlier this week with this. You remember contestant, season three contestant and former RuPaul hairstylist Delta Work? Yes. She posted on social media about how uh, basically Disney contacted her and said, for the Maleficent premiere, we're going to be having some drag queens dressed as Maleficent, would you come? And she was under the impression that she was going to be paid for this. And so once the emails were going back and forth, way too late in the game, she was like, wait, now how much am I getting paid? And they were like, ooh, awkward, you're not, right? And so she's like, I'm going to back out, I'm not going to do this. And so... She, but she, you know, but then it shows that Shangela and uh, Nina West and somebody else, they were all there. And so, like, you were like, they were like there for the exposure. Um, I don't know. So, it is like just because you were there doesn't mean that, Dis- well, I guess Disney did invite them, but not to be like they were basically with the other fans. Yeah, everyone else was invited. Uh, say your name again because the chat room is saying you're saying it wrong. Say your name again Delta Work. No, no, no. The, this drag queen that we're talking about, Davina Del Campo. It's Davina. That's what I'm saying. Davina Del Campo. You were saying Delvina. Or maybe I was saying, I don't know. Davina. You know who Davina reminds me of the old uh, host of the the Big Brother UK? There was a drag queen host in the uh, Big Brother UK? No, no, she wasn't a drag queen. She was a a host, uh, Davina McCall. Oh, interesting. Very, very good. Uh, anyway, this Davina Del Campo annoys me. I don't like her. I don't like her as a boy. I don't like her as a as a woman. She's an annoying laugh. Why don't you like her when you got to kiss her as a boy? I don't know. I thought she was quite fetching as a boy. Hmm. Hmm, okay. Uh, all right. Next into the workroom, we have Crystal, which that sounds like a name that probably was longer, like probably Crystal Method or something like that, yeah. and they made her shorten it. Uh, but like Alaska Thunderfuck or yeah, something exactly. like that. Yeah, exactly. I bet you. I wonder what her full name was, but I bet you it was like Alaska Thunderfuck. So, if, uh, if only there was an internet work system of computers that we could type uh-huh. these questions into and find answers. Yeah. Oh, I, look, I am busy doing a lot of things, Daniel. I'm uh, like uh, Captain Kirk over here, you know, with my papers and everything. <laughs> well, like let me tell you about this crystal, Joe Batance. Yeah. Uh, this is exactly what I wrote next to it right here. Funny Trixie Mattel. <laughs> Um, I, I thought that she was, uh, I like her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want to see more from her. Uh, she's very camera aware though. She's mm-hmm. like, she, she makes a, a, a quotable thing and then immediately says, oh, you're definitely going to use this. Like she's, she's very production aware, very camera aware, which you're going to have to play with. Also, she's under the impression that she has a hairy chest. She has like this little <laughs> tiny hair. Like dicky. tuft. Yeah little tiny hair dicky on yeah. her chest that uh-huh. she's like oh i've got a hairy chest and it's just like that's yeah. that's the best british accent i can do well she's not even british she's canadian she has no accent whatsoever yeah. well on our on our version she has no accent you know uh but yeah and uh here she seems to be wearing something very, what what do you know what she's wearing there here in the workroom it's it like a like a like it's a bunch of ribbons or what is that it's like a I know we're going to get a bunch of emails, people going like, how do you not know that that's the official, you know, sash of Canada? I'm like, okay, calm down. I, I'm only seeing her runway looks here. Looks like I can't find her uh, other look. Hold on. right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is her uniboob look. Yeah, this oh, was Oh, that's right, like, uniboob. Yeah. I don't know what the, the things were. It was just covering up her hair dicky, apparently. Yeah, but, you know, you know to be honest, with, I like the look. It worked for me. I was a fan. Uh, I don't remember anything about her mini challenge outfit, though. I was going to say, I don't remember what she said in her mini challenge at all. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next into the workroom, we have some Ting Wong. Um, now, look, here's the deal. I'm going to say this about some Ting Wong is, look, just own the fact that you called yourself some Ting Wong. Okay. Yes. And yes. don't like, I'm doing this reclamation because of the the you know that everyone should know i think we talked about this in the meet the queens episode there was a flight in california that um it didn't crash but it had like a, a runway emergency and and it was a whole big thing and someone yeah. called into a news station the next day and said they had the names of the crew right. and they were we, like 
too low. Yeah, Bang Ding Ow and uh, We Too Low, and some, one of them was Something Wong. And yes. Something Wong tells a story that like, she was so offended by that, she decided to reclaim that name. Like, no, it's just a funny name. You know? you know what she should have reclaimed is some kind of an outfit, because <laughs> I'm not sure what she's wearing. It's like she took a piece of orange fabric and wrapped it around. She didn't even hem it or like do anything to it. It's just like it's like a an orange bread an orange bed sheet yeah with uh, like some ripped up post-it notes on mm-hmm. strings i'm not sure what those are is it supposed to be a lay or yeah, something i was wondering because it looked like she's about to give me a lay if i walk off hawaiian airlines and 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 uh oahu um yeah but the makeup you on point her wig line her hairline is so horrid yeah and she talks about how good she is with makeup and i'm just like oh my god you have the worst wig line that i've ever seen in my life the wig line but her makeup is on point i will give her that now what about you I, she was the one that was nervous to meet rupaul correct and yes. she was like uh she's uh, like oh this is my first time meeting rupaul and i gotta <laughs> you know i got to make a first impression and in fairness she did get rude to, to laugh yeah uh for the right I, reasons though because <laughs> gothy kendall was making rude laugh well, yeah, Gothi was making her laugh the wrong. So what was it that something made her laugh about? Because she was, he was trying to get her to laugh and she wouldn't. But then Rue said something and she came back with something quick, quickly enough that Rue laughed at it. I don't remember. I, you see, it was completely forgettable at this point yeah. in time. I will say this is probably one of the most forgettable uh, mini challenge photo shoots. You know, what's so funny is I went on the subreddit and, I, and, and help, because I know one of the complaints sometimes about it is that we're too negative. I want everyone to know that on the whole, I actually. <laughs> so to speak, uh, for, uh, for the most part. I actually really liked this episode. I thought it was a, but I thought it was a very decent episode. You know, I was recapping another drag show yesterday, and somebody said, and I thought it was an apt description, I would say that here, that for an episode, I would deem it safe. It wasn't at the top, it wasn't at the bottom. It was a safe episode. It was fine, you know? Yeah, I, I would give you that. It didn't offend me, but it, yeah. it, I, I want more, but, you know, I'm not going to... It's hard on these first episodes. I'm generally not a fan because... It's you don't get a lot of uh, of their personalities so much as just look 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 look, which is fine. That's yeah. typically how the first episodes are. But um, but right now on the on the Reddit, like all the UK fans are just so excited because I think because they're seeing their their own culture represented in something that they love. But uh, that might be getting them rose colored glasses here. All right, let's go on to the next drag queen with Cheryl Hole. Uh, tell me all your thoughts on Cheryl Hole there. Uh. Cheryl Hole. I don't get this outfit at all. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be a nude illusion, but it's like three shades lighter oh. than her. Yeah, it is supposed to be a nude illusion. Yeah, okay, go ahead. It's like, you're not like a heavy girl or anything. It's like, why didn't you just go nude? Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, I didn't really, it's not like they have hairy chest. We've already established that. Um, it was ugly dress. She's kind of made a, she did this one thing when she was sitting at the table. Uh, she was pointing her finger and the way that she pointed her finger and tucked her chin and when she did it was like that's like Alyssa edwards and then i started noticing that she really does kind of model a lot of what she does after Alyssa edwards which makes sense she's a dancer whatever she does that you know that tongue popping thing uh-huh. uh and the and the pointing it's like i i i have a feeling we're going to see more Alyssa edward isms from her but don't you think a lot of these drag queens even some of them admittedly so have just been so influenced by rupaul's drag race oh, that... yeah, well, one of them even admitted it in their thing right yeah. they they they're the generation that grew up they're rue drag sized or whatever were they, were they, like, they were it, it, i know who it was it was blue hydrangea i think in fact that and uh that basically they were raised by RuPaul. But but what did you think of her, uh, the mini shoot challenge? The mini shoot challenge. She was the one that was like holding her head by her hair. Mm-hmm. I, I it was it was unforgettable. What it? I said I want to be fed, not be yeah. Be I, yeah, I like, would yeah. say for the most part, like they were pretty because a lot of them were like giving myself head, you know. Or yeah. like, who was the one that was like they were going to drink their own breast milk? That was something Wong. Yeah, he was going to. Oh, drink it. yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. he was he was implying that you could masturbate to that photo. Uh, okay. Yes. Um. Okay, and then who's next here on the runway? Gothy Kendall. Oh, next. let's talk about this Gothy Kendall. All right, let's talk about Gothy Kendall. Oh, God. Okay. Well, let me let me first pull up her look here. Her look is basically just a sequined sheer tracksuit mm-hmm. with a belt. And some black gloves and some black pumps. This is where I'm going to try not to be a, a basic gay man. 
Okay. And because, you see, because I'm one of these people that when I'm attracted to you, you can then all of a sudden do no wrong. Mm-hmm. And? I'm trying to, so I'm trying to separate myself. I'm going to say I don't like this entrance look. It it's very is, basic. Yeah, it's, 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 it's boring. It's, it's nothing, nothing great about it. Mm-hmm. Her explanation for it is that she's a bit of a chav. And, yeah. And, supposed to be a tracksuit. I, I I don't know. I mean she had I think the outfit she had on underneath it, which was the uh you know, some leggings and a and a and a bustier kind of a thing, like a, a corset kind of a thing, I think mm-hmm. was way better than the tracksuit look. She should have just done that. But you but you know what's so funny? I, I want to get to this here for a second. Hold on, because you and I were talking about this before that we started recording. Mm-hmm. My only exposure to Chav is in porn. Oh hell yeah. That's it's- the only <laughs> It is one of my search terms in Pornhub yeah. is uh, Chav. So, so. Uh, their clothes aren't on for very long. You know? Correct. But they're usually wearing, to me, like Adidas tracksuits that they pull down and yeah. whip out their like gigantic dick, you mm-hmm. know, and they have like a baseball. So how is this Chav? I don't get that. Maybe, maybe, maybe she's hiding a big dick under there. I don't know. Oh, my God. Don't say that. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. She's gone. Joe, she's gone. I was so sad to see her go too. Like even the little tiger thing she was doing was so cute. There are. It was know? not. Oh, we're gonna talk about that later, aren't we? <laughs> I thought it was cute. We're gonna talk about that. Later. Uh, but but I will say her performance in the mini mini challenge was amusingly miserable. Wait, can you can you say that again? Uh, a little bit, a little bit more energy. Okay. <laughs> her. <laughs> Performance was amusingly miserable. Okay. Okay. That, that's kind of the same, but okay. <laughs> what was you the joke one, she was making? You got one more in you? You got one more in you? What was the joke she was making? She was so proud of it? I give head better than any of these. Oh, uh, yeah. I give. But do you think... Now, hold on for a second. I know her teeth come up later, but she's yes. really embarrassed of her teeth. So do you think this is something that's developed over the years to just... She doesn't want to smile or make too big of a, of a face movement so she's hiding her teeth? Yeah, and I can I can somewhat sympathize with that. I um my mother took tetracycline when she was pre- pregnant with me mm-hmm. and it caused my adult teeth to come in stained. So I've always been very self-conscious about my teeth. Like I've never had a cavity, but mm-hmm. I have a slight gray staining to my teeth, so I'm self-conscious about smiling. And for years and years and years, I would never show teeth. I would always, you know, I'd smile with that kind of forced, you know, lip smile kind mm-hmm. of a thing. But And it kind of gives you that permanent resting bitch face kind of a look because you, you look through pictures and people are like, what were you so pissed about? And it was like, yeah. you know, I wasn't showing my teeth. I think maybe there's some of that going on there. Yeah. But I think it, it, your, your personality develops around that. And also she could just have zero personality. You know, it could, could be. I mean, she's 21. And this is like, so she can't have been doing drag for very long. Yeah. And now she's in front of cameras. And it's like, I think it's quite different when you've got cameras and microphones and lights and stuff like that. That's, that's an intimidating kind of thing. I will give her this. I know that, you know, just so that you'll be off the hook yeah. for, for defending her. Mm-hmm. The lipstick message she wrote at the end was actually quite witty. And I was just like, now where was that wit during the show? Well, she, she did say something kind of witty, got it kind of buried when she was saying, like, she seemed more friendly and, and with it at the, around the table when she was talking about her, the bun on her head. She said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what it says about a dildo, right? Like any dildo. No, she's like, well, I went with the anal beads look, but. Uh, yeah, and it's like, about a dildo. Like any be a dildo, dildo if you try hard enough. Yes. 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 And I think it'd be dildo if you try hard enough, which I'm sure it's a standard joke she probably uses in her, you know, drag queen bingo calling that she does. But I now was, were you, did you clock the production moment that you knew she was going when they literally, that was the only <laughs> bad thing said in the workroom? Like she was the only one that had a, an even remotely sad sob story in the workroom. I'm like, oh yeah, she's gone. She's well, gone. I just thought she was gone because she was such terrible television. Right. <laughs> yeah, but boy, did I love looking at her. But man, I love looking at her. All right, next into the workroom, we have Vinegar Strokes. Uh, your thoughts? But she on- should have, what she should have written on that window is like, I'm the, I'm the UK's pearl. Anyway, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Vinegar Strokes. Your thoughts on Vinegar Strokes, uh, Daniel? Where she's also wearing some sort of like like leopard print. I feel like this is something like you would see Wendy Williams wear on her show. Or yeah, something, but. Uh, like, I, I, you know, here, I have this sheet here. Mm-hmm, you sure. can see that no one I else see can it. see that has all the queens have some little notes written down there. Yeah. Literally next to vinegar strokes, it says 34. What does that mean? 
Nothing. I had nothing that I had nothing to write about her. Oh, as I, far I, as her coming in, it's like I wasn't sure about it. Later in the episode, I liked her and I, I I warmed up to her. But just that that first part coming in and the doggy style photo shoot thing, I was just I wasn't impressed with with uh, vinegar come face. Now, do you think that um, like? She's like she's in this big show, and she's in this. You know, we need to talk about Jamie. She was uh, Michelle Visage's dance partner in that. Do you think? And and people seem to know who she was when she walked in. There seemed to be this feeling of like, oh damn, here she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think that 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 she's already a very well known drag queen, and so her her reputation preceded her? Uh, yeah, and they may have even cut some of the stuff. And kind of downplayed her performance because she is such a well-known drag queen. Maybe. But it's also now I'm only basing it on the performance in this episode. But this is something we've talked about on the show, which is sometimes there are people who are amazing at drag. Mayhem Miller is a perfect example, but they're not necessarily great drag race contestants. Okay? Yeah, and then there are people who may not be that good at drag, but they're amazing drag race contestants. Okay, yes. um, but. Somewhere in the middle, you like like for instance, Trixie Mattel. I don't think is that good at the competition. Okay? No, she's not. She sucks at it. She's as horrible. Does Katya. Yeah, as as is Katya. They're not they're not very good at the competition, but they're amazing at what they do. You know, and so I'm wondering if Vinegar Strokes falls in that she's an amazing drag performer. In fact, you kind of saw it. when she was doing her lip sync. You could tell this bitch she knows how to work a stage and lip sync a song. She does. Yes. But the look, t- the taste levels were kind of questionable, at least of where the show is now. You know? Yeah. And it was, it was, yeah. We can talk about that later on the runway. But yeah, it was, I, I, her looks were very confusing to me. Yeah. But so far in the workroom, she seemed to be well known. Everyone knows her and they were kind of impressed that she was there. I, I do fail to believe that Michelle Visage had nothing to do with her uh, getting on here. Like, oh, you were Michelle Visage's dance partner? I can't yeah. help you. Mm. It says in the credits you're one of the producers of the show. I love I love how Michelle like had to call that out early later in the judging. Mm-hmm. Like I recognize Vinegar Strokes because she is my dance partner from the show that I was in on the West End. <laughs> uh, but I promised to be fair and uh, well, and I I was just going and, and unqualified. Say unqualified. Go ahead. Say unqualified. Go ahead. Say unqualified. And she never did. Meanwhile, I, I look, Bianca Del Rio is probably the greatest winner of this show of all time, right? But she's BFFs with Lady Bunny, who is RuPaul's, one of RuPaul's closest drag friends, right? Yeah. I fail to believe that RuPaul didn't know who Bianca Del Rio was before she walked in the room. Yeah. I just failed to believe that. So uh, I, I, probably she probably knew who dra- Bob the drag queen was too. Yeah, she probably did. Uh, all right, uh, next into the workroom we have Scaredy Cat. Uh, now, Daniel, uh, I think you feel about Scaredy Cat the way about, I felt about Gothy Kendall, correct? He's he's cute. Mm-hmm. He's very cute. Yeah, you, you gotta at least give me that. He is very cute. He's cute, but he bugs the shit out of me. Also, he says that he likes to sleep in the sun. It's like, girl, you haven't seen like a lick of sunlight <laughs> yeah. ever in your life. You're translucent. Yeah. You're white. The There's Twilight no vampires uh, <laughs> tell him to go get some tan. <laughs> He's made of diamonds, Joe. That's yeah. why. That's why he can't be in the direct sunlight. Uh, no, I scaredy cat. I I liked him. Mm-hmm. I liked his. Uh, I liked his photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously he won the photo shoot. Yeah. Um, I thought I, and I actually, you know, uh, I even liked his look later on the runway, his little nymph look on the one. I thought, I thought he was a very good, I have him down as being like one of the, the tops right now. Really? I don't have that. Sense. Well, you know, he is straight. So I guess he is the top. Um, he never <laughs> says he's straight. He just says he's not gay. Yeah, that's true. That's I true. believe in the, in the meet the Queens. He just says he's sort of just like non-binary. Yes. Not uh, in terms of sexuality. He's sort of like he's very fluid in sexuality, just like Andrew Garfield. Yeah, is Andrew Garfield fluid in sexuality? That's what it says on his Wikipedia page because oh. I looked at. Yes. Oh, all right. Very good. All right, and finally we have the Vivian. As she mentioned on there, she was the winner. I, I had forgot they did this where they did the UK ambassador. 
Um, but uh, she was the winner of the UK ambassador. Your thoughts on the Vivian? Daniel she's Brewer. a mannequin. She she's an artificial mannequin type being. There's so much silicon in that face, and her glassy eyes, like staring out of that silicon. Ma- it, it is like it's like someone made one of those silicon face masks of another person and then put it, you know, on with spirit gum, you know what I'm saying? And like they, you can't see the full range of, of human facial emotions behind it. It's spooky and it's weird and her teeth are weird and she's weird and not, and I'm not sold on the Vivian. So who do you like, Daniel? I kind of, do you like bag of chips? Who do you like? Who are, just, I have put yeah. These are the people I have put stars next to okay, on my yeah. list. All right. Bag of Chips, mm-hmm. DDC, Vinegar Strokes, and uh, Scaredy Cat. Oh, you like those people? Yes. God, you and I only agree on Bag of Chips. I like Bag of Chips. Um, I actually like some Ting Wong this week. I didn't hate Cheryl Hole. Um, oh, I, I the rest of them i like the vivian i actually to be honest with you i actually i mean i my most negative stuff for scaredy cat i don't even necessarily hate her uh so far i think they're all there's nobody there's remember on season eight with bob the drag queen you could tell episode one okay bob drag's gonna win the whole thing right right yes i don't think i could tell you any clear front runners right now yeah, and I would say also, remember on season seven when uh, Ginger Minge was there and immediately I knew like, oh my God, I hate this bitch. It's like, there's nobody here like that. So there's nobody here that I clearly see as being the winner and there's yeah. nobody here that I hate. Yeah. So, all right. So no one get the false impression that we hate everybody. Uh, right. All right. Uh, over on Patreon, by the way, uh, I didn't write an official script for the Patreon part, but I will tell you lots of exciting things going on. We have that new dr- show, uh, Bring It to the Runway, where two drag queens are going to evaluate the looks in detail and tell us all about thirsty wigs and all that jazz. Um, you know, we also got Dan. It's, it's, it's awful now because I'm doing like literally eight shows a week because we have you know the dragula recap show we have the rumor mill we have i'm not on the rumor mill though we have you know catching up now is going to patreon i have a new show called throwing down with adam burns that i'm doing um there's a bunch of secret things that we're doing over there that i can't even talk about i mean i am just booked with shows so if you want to join over in the fun oh by the way daniel i don't know daniel if you've played around the discord server yet but uh yeah but uh uh, we have a Discord server that's you know just for our Patreon supporters, where we yes. do live shows. We have live chats. Someone even made something called the Porn Decor Lounge, where people are posting posting porn. We talk about all kinds of different shows. So to get access to this, go to Patreon.com/slash/AfterthoughtMedia and join. At the $3 level, uh, you get access to all of this. Uh, at the premier level, I should say, you get access to all this. So patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. So what we're going to do, Daniel, right now, we're going to take a break, and we will be back right after this. All right, and we are back. And uh, let's actually talk now about uh, the main challenge. So right after the girls walked into the room and, and everyone said hi and their hellos and everything like that, RuPaul entered. There were some night cities. They talked. Oh, they named the winner. The winner of the mini challenge was Scaredy Cat, actually. Scaredy Cat. She was shitting herself. What did she win, by the way? <laughs> I think she gets her own digital series on WoW Presents. I, I don't actually know. It was... Uh... I, you know, I don't know what she, I don't think she got anything. I think she just got to be the winner. Yeah, someone will correct us. All right, but then um, RuPaul immediately went into the main challenge. So for your first maxi challenge, you need to sashay down the runway in an outfit inspired by a classic look of Queen Elizabeth herself. To get to know you even better, you need to serve a second look that shows me why you are the queen of your hometown. Now, for both looks, you'll be judged on your creativity, style, and how well you work it on the runway. All right. After RuPaul left, the girls raced to grab their luggage and grab the best station. Baga is using literal garbage bags for some of her stuff. The girls talk about how UK drag queens aren't afraid to show hair blue hydrangea feels vinegar's tits bag of looks the same in and out of drag the vivian has veneers and gothy kendall's insecure about her teeth and and on elimination day the girls are getting ready for the runway scaredy cat has never been to a drag show the vivian tapes her face tight crystal doesn't like the royal family and gothy kendall is worried about michelle being too harsh 
Not very much time with the girls this time, Daniel, but you have any thoughts here on the time we did get with them? No, it would, really, you didn't get a lot of time because, uh, which is weird. This is like an hour and two minute episode without yeah. commercials. So yeah. um, you would think that there would be more time to kind of get to know them away from stuff. But yeah, it, you really didn't get a sense. There's so many of them. There's 10 of them. There's, you know, trying to get, and they had to squeeze in the whole self-conscious about the teeth thing so yeah. that he would get his his moment before yeah. he left. Uh, yeah, it, it was I don't really have a lot of other than the things I've already mentioned. It's like, that's not a hairy chest. And, uh, I, I, I don't know what else to say. Well, by the way, they were throwing shade at the, at the, at the U S girls saying like, you know, they don't like to show hair, but again, you're talking about a very specific, and this is where drag queens get mad. This is the, where a whole RuPaul drag race had fucked up drag is that there, you know, if you watch other shows or you just go to a drag show, there are people who do all kinds of drag in the U.S. So, like, for instance, if you watch Dracula, there's hair all over the place at Dracula. If you watch, yeah. you know, even on Camp Wanakiki, there's hair all over there. It's just RuPaul's Drag Race holds sort of that fishy queen up on, on a pedestal. They put that on a pedestal, but not necessarily all drag is that in the U.S. Yeah, I would, I would go with that. I, but I, the one thing I did notice, and I think someone just mentioned in the chat room, which made me remember this, is like, I, I did notice they all use a lot of makeup. I mean, like, a lot of makeup mm-hmm. compared to, uh, you know, U.S. queens that we're used to seeing. Yeah. Um, like, even Trixie Mattel and uh, who's the uh, the one that can't walk straight? Uh, Kim Chi. Yes. Kim Chi and Trixie Mattel use a lot of makeup, but I think these girls were even using more than that. It's like they were – it's like they could have full beards on their face and they're just plopping enough makeup to cover that up. It's, yeah. it's like they were using a lot of makeup. But I'm wondering too – I think I feel like that was something you were seeing on uh, the first few seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race where they didn't know how to do makeup for the camera. I will agree. Yeah, I would I, – absolutely I agree with that. And I, I wrote that down over here is like they, they need to – they need to on this show mm-hmm. uh, when they're doing their first episodes or whatever, like show them their audition tapes so that they can see how their makeup looks on camera. Yeah. Like if you're going to be a contestant on any of these shows, you need to learn how to do makeup for camera, which is yeah. why all stars is always better than a regular season because the all stars, all stars girls are like, Oh yeah, I can't do stage makeup here. I have to do, you know, in-person makeup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, let's – well, now this is a very looks-heavy episode. Let's talk about – we're going to talk about the looks, but now we're just going to only really talk about, um, if anything, focus on your on the tops and bottoms. We, need, we don't need to go through any looks. So, so Daniel, who are some of your favorite looks? My favorite looks, other than the people that were in the – are we including the people that were in the top? Sure, if you want. You can include, include okay. whoever you want. I mean, my favorite – the, the, the looks that really stood out to me, uh, Something Wong's postage stamp look, I really loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was it that did the, the, the Tuppence uh, – the, the coin – was that blue? That was blue hydrangea? I like that. No, the I coin think – didn't blue do the crane? Yeah, that was that was her that was her local. Look. Oh, oh, you're right. But her Elizabeth her queen, was the coin. Yeah, it was blue hydrangea. You're right. That did look I liked amazing. That one. I thought that uh, Davina's queen outfit was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really and I was like, why why didn't she make it into the top three? And then I'm oh, that's right, tit trumpets. That was her <laughs> local look, and I was just like, yeah, that was a horrible outfit. Uh-huh. Uh, Scaredy Cat, I thought, had an amazing local look, the little wood nymph look that she came out with there. I really mm-hmm. liked that one a lot. Um, and then there was a whole lot of forgettable looks. Well, we don't care about the forgettable one, but tell me about the ones that you did not like at all. Oh, the ones that just did not work for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to you you tell me about the ones you like while I go through these pictures here because I'm tr- I'm trying to think of the ones that I really well. Okay, didn't like. so going through it right here, like <clears throat> I thought Bag of Chips local look. Yeah, let's talk about the local looks right now. Her okay. local look, I was like, I mean, look, it's Amy Winehouse. Um, I thought it was pretty basic. Um, but going through the local looks, like. So explain Blue Hydrangea's local look, because I didn't really get it. So this H&W, it's a crane company in Ireland? Yes. And it, it's, it was, I, I guess it's this huge, like, it's a recognizable mm-hmm. uh, landmark. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were from New York and you wore the Twin Towers or something, mm-hmm. which are obviously no longer there, but I'm just 
throwing that if you if you're a san francisco queen and you wore, wore the golden gate bridge or something it's like mm-hmm. these h&w cranes are these huge it's a big shipyard crane mm-hmm. thing that they built the titanic it's a big shipyard thing and i guess her grandfather and her father worked there mm-hmm. that's all i know about it and i got most of that from our chat room <laughs> okay um you know they were really impressed with the vivian's um tribute to pete burns who was the uh transgendered uh didn't he sing you spin yeah. me round you spin you yeah, spin yeah, yeah. me yeah, yeah. right round. okay um, I, I was kind of meh on that. Yeah, I was very meh on that because maybe I'm not the world's biggest Pete Burns fan, but uh, I was very meh on that. I did love, in terms of, I did love something Wong's Birmingham look. I thought that was really fierce and very drag, you know? Yeah, the bull, the bull one. Yeah, I like that. The one. bull one, that was a very good one. Um, other than that, for the local looks, that was, those are, that was, oh, you know what? Davina Del Campo's West Yorkshire was very fun. With the big red hair and the and the bright green dress with the polka dots, I thought that was a cute look as well. That's the one with the tit trumpets. Yeah, the tit trumpets. I, you know, oh, I, I did, but I, I, like you, I look. I didn't like the tit trumpets, but I liked everything else. Actually, I wish it, it's like it's like a detox outfit. Yes, with tit trumpets. Yeah. Yes, even though I don't think detox would have worn that wig. All right, and then with the Elizabeth uh, Queen Elizabeth realness looks, um, were there any that the blue hydrangeas was amazing. I do sort of feel like Bag of Chips sort of got a raw deal because they're like, oh, well, well you know, you're showing her in her se- in the 70s, not in her 70s. But she was in her 60s in the 70s. You forget she's in her 90s now. Right. Yeah. She's so in the 70s, she was either in her late 50s or early 60s, you know. So it's not like it was that far off. She was older. Even in the picture they show, she's kind of older there. I don't think it's Bag of Chips is way off. Um, yeah, I liked I liked uh, I like Crystal's queen outfit a lot mm-hmm. uh, the military one uh i liked cheryl's even though she didn't have a purse um mm-hmm. and uh i feel like she i said I, had a purse, I really liked davina's yeah go ahead no she would have had a purse she would have been safe something wong's is great with the postage stamp yeah I, that I, was the one that i had mentioned earlier i kind of feel do you think something wong kind of screwed do you think she i feel like now looking at the two looks together she probably should have been the winner don't you think I was surprised that she didn't win. Yeah, I, I, those were both very strong looks. Um, I guess the Pete Burns thing really pulled it off, and the 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 Wellingtons, or maybe they just felt bad because Michelle insulted the girl's nose. Uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, like everything, Drag Race, you don't know what's going on there. Why they chose the winner? It's, well, it's, I it's, also it's, think RuPaul's very sensitive because she's being, you know, especially around this time. Actually, is being in fact, it happened at this moment. Was RuPaul was in England filming this when there was that whole blow up when she said that they she said something about she said one of her many transphobic things. You yes. Know? And I wouldn't be surprised where they're like, well, let's throw a bone at the trans people <laughs> and honor someone who portrayed a trans person. On, on there and make her win that'll make everyone feel better even though you said you'll never allow i think was this what she said they wouldn't have bio queens on the show because it's rupaul's drag race i think i think it was that controversy yeah. and it happened around the time that they were filming this so it could have been like oh let's throw a bone to those social justice warriors out there um all right well that is pretty much are, are there any looks that we did anything you missed daniel on the looks no, not really. There was a lot of them. I mean, they all had to do two, so that's 20 looks Look, on the runway, the, which is crazy. The, I am looking forward to hearing the uh, the drag queens, people who have a exactly, right to say something. Exactly. People, experts, not Taylor the Latte Boy with yes. his crazy 10-point uh, <laughs> scale that I think is just insane. I'm going to dinner with him tomorrow night. I will repeat that to him, to his face, so don't worry. I'm not saying that behind his back, but... Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to qualified experts talking about looks on a runway. Let me tell you this. I dress like a lesbian on laundry day, okay? So I have no right to say anything about anyone's looks ever. That's why I kind of hesitate ever doing it. Also, look, at, ultimately, Daniel, this is an uh, audio medium. You know what I'm you know what I'm thinking about doing Daniel with uh bring it to the runway is taking that audio, putting it to video and then putting the looks while those drag queens talk about them so people can I watch think, them. I think I think you should do that, Joe Patan. You absolutely should do that. You know, as someone who has a YouTube channel. Yeah. It's very easy to do that, Joe. You should just do that. I'm probably going to do it. All right, back on the how main. Many, wait, how much how much do you have to pay a month to to get that cool new show with the uh the looks? Well, it's a very tricky question, Daniel. We're in we're sort of in in <laughs> 
in transition there. Right now, it's $3 a month. $3 a month. $3 Joe, a can you can you loan me $3 a month so I can listen to this show? Daniel, I, uh, can, I, can, I can help you out there. We'll talk after All the great. show. All right, back on the main stage. Some Ting Wong, Bag of Chips, and the Vivian were placed in the top three, while Cheryl Hole, Vinegar Strokes, and Gothi Kendall were in the bottom three. During the Untucked segment, Davida Del Campo was pissed at the idea of being safe. Cheryl Hole is pissed and she throws her hat. Gothi talks about her nerves and Vinegar breaks down into tears. Back on the main stage, the Vivian was named the winner of the challenge while Vinegar Strokes and Gothi Kendall were placed in the bottom two. Now, after a a lip-sync battle for their lives, by the way, the song, I usually have a big old deal about the song. The song was New Rules by Dua Lipa. Is that how you say that? Oh, you know what we didn't talk about before I get into the song? Is um, Gothi Kendall's runway look. It was so bad in a way it was endearing. Like she straight up just wa- you know what she was walking like as if you know like the way they do like the lighting check. Yeah. And they're like, "Can you walk forward? We just want to do a lighting check. Can you walk forward? Okay, now walk over there. Now walk over there. Like not even a contestant. Like one of the PAs. They said, "PA, we need you to stand in for the drag queen so we make sure they're lit row." And that's what like and then I'll do like a err. That's what it looked like. She did she I mean, if she wasn't, you know, 90 pounds soaking wet she would look like a linebacker walking she just had that very uh manly kind of a walk there with the and this is when alan carr decided to show up with the the one funny judging panel uh thing about the the lady from accounting that went and got a face paint and brought it back into the office and said don't you love it that was uh Wait, was you, don't, you didn't like this i just want to play on those tit trumpets <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna go with dua lipa here that, that that look i'm an old gay man all right and it was uh the song was new rules by dua lipa and mm-hmm. and so after that run after the lip sync for their lives vinegar strokes was told shantae you stay while gothy kendall was asked to say shit away daniel brewer any final thoughts on the episode is there anything you've been wanting to say that you missed that we didn't yes. review that we didn't talk about what was it go ahead yes i would like for you to play the uh, the audio clip that uh, Gothy Kendall said when he found out that he was in the bottom two. Can you just play that clip? I'm so gutted that I'm in the bottom on a look challenge when I'm a look queen. I'm so gutted. Now, I had to watch that three times <laughs> to figure out what the hell he was saying. Did you yeah. know what he was saying there? I mean, now you've obviously I would, heard it. Now I have to time, listen. But... No, I have to listen. I, I've never listened, actually. Let me hear. Okay. I'm so gutted that I'm in the bottom on a look challenge when I'm a look queen. I'm so gutted oh okay i know what it is i'm so gutted that i'm in the bottom on a look challenge when i'm a look queen i'm so gutted correct now i watch a lot of british uh videos you know on Mm -hmm. on netflix and whatnot so i'm kind of used to hearing british accents Mm -hmm. that one was really hard for me to to pick up but uh i I have another clip play play the other clip that i sent you because this is what it reminded me of oh okay here we go but i'm playing it from where you told me okay here we go right here okay that's fine that's uh, we can't understand her. She's from the other studio. Ah. Ralph breaks. Uh, that was it. That was it. That was it yeah. right there. Yeah, that was the part where I'm, I, I do kind of want to play this. Bra- what is Brave's name? I don't even know what Brave's name is. Merida. Merida. Here's Merida talking. I gave my mommy a cake. She turned into a big bear. My oldin tried to dare in. If that's not a pure mess, I don't know what is. Uh, we can't understand her. She's from the other studio. Ah. Ralph it kind of fits here in Drag Race, right? Yeah. She's she's from the other studio. Yeah, it does kind of fit there. Uh, okay, any other final thoughts on the episode, Daniel? I, uh, you know, I'm sad to see Gothy Kendall leave just because he was pretty to look at, but mm-hmm. he wasn't really bringing much to the show. So I'm sure if I uh, uh, search for him on Pornhub, I'll, I'll find him. Well, Daniel, you know, co-founder of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. It's been a few seasons. How does it feel being back here? Back in the seat. Back in the co-host seat here. I, for- you know, I felt, I felt like this has been kind of rocky tonight, Joe. I, I, uh, I have to step my game up here. I just uh, Look, here's you know, the deal. And I'll say that in your defense, like, by the way, if you're pissed at what we say, it's a podcast, okay? Exactly. One. Two, and I, I mentioned this somewhere else on the show, is – Ultimately, the first episode is always hard. In fact, historically, what I do is I split it up into two episodes because I feel you have to do the workroom entrances separate from the show. But um, 
I don't feel we had that kind of luxury or time to do that. So uh, we didn't. But like, it, especially with so many looks, I mean, there's just it's just looks, 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 looks. And you and I aren't. Well, I can't speak for you. I am not an expert on oh, talking no, about I, looks. You know, you know, I am not an expert. Yeah. So that's why I have a whole other show where we brought in people who are experts at talking about looks. And uh, and then next week, once we you know once people are screaming at each other and yelling at each other and calling them each other you know gobshites and whatnot, then you and I that's where we come in, Daniel. That's where we do the deep analysis. But for this one, it was purely a look channel that they got rid of. Obviously, the the obviously person who shouldn't be there. There's not really much to the episode. Now look, guys, if you thought we were a little negative, we I think for the let's let's, let's I'm going to say, Daniel, I actually, for the most part, thought this was a, a, a serviceable episode. It's totally fine. It's season one of a brand new area where they're doing drag race. I don't know what your thoughts were. Uh, it, I like the show. I, I want to see more. I'm ready. Like I said, I don't hate any of these queens. There have yeah. been seasons of Dr- RuPaul's Drag Race that I'm like, I cannot wait for this bitch to go yeah. because she is doing nothing for me. Yeah. But no, the, nobody here on this episode. I'm I'm happy with the queens that are there. I'm. I think ten is a really good number. I think ten, ten is a good number. I think sixteen, which has gotten to on the U.S. version, is too many. I really like the whole ten. Like that, this I can I can grok ten people, and I'm ready to uh, you know to to watch them go away. I'll be honest with you; they should do only ten seat people every season. They should be two ten ep- two, two ten queen seasons. You know, one in the fall, one in the spring, maybe an all stars in the summer. Maybe no, that's not how it works, Joe. You have to beat it into the that's fucking what ground. Do. You have to do the regular season immediately followed. No, you have to do All Stars immediately followed by a regular season, then immediately followed by uh, do you, something do like you that. Do you remember? There's gonna be a very old person here when they did Who Wants to Be a Millionaire as like a special, and it was like everybody and their mother watches Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Like 100 million people watched it. Okay. Yes. And then they would do it once a week, and they were getting these big numbers. So, of course, ABC was like, oh, it's getting gigantic numbers once a week. Why do we make it five days a week now? Right. Who wants because to be a millionaire? Bob Saget needs to make a car payment. And it was, and it, it, they even went worse with that, with the, the whole NCIS network. Like, there's an entire network out there, Joe, that is just NCIS Bithalo. I mean, it's just like NCIS uh, Tacoma. It's like they've just got like thousands of those NCIS shows. My parents watch them. every single one of them. <laughs> they watch every single one. They get so I thought, excited. I thought they watch Chips. They don't watch ships anymore. Now they now they're on to NCIS and uh, Have Gun Will Travel. Oh well, <laughs> welcome welcome to that that messed up. Thing. Well, come back next week for two old guy two old gay men yell at clouds. Back. Did you say crumb back next week? Were you, yeah. Is that like crumb, a bit of British humor? Crumb there? back next week, y'all, and watch y'all. I don't know what I'm doing. It's late here. <laughs> Uh, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 1. So, for Daniel Brewer and myself... Hello, Governor! any comments thoughts or questions about drag race uk email us at drag race recap at gmail.com follow us on twitter and instagram at drag race recap our instagram account is managed by steven starling you can follow us on facebook at facebook.com slash drag race recap if you want more access to drag race content and other afterthought media shows support us on patreon at patreon.com slash afterthought media Follow Daniel Brewer on Twitter at Daniel Brewer. Also, subscribe to his YouTube channel at youtube.com slash WDW Aristocrats. That's W-D-W-A-R-I-S-T-O-C-R-A-F-T-S. Follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. That's B-E-T-A-N-C-E. The theme song was written by Lucian Piani and arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. RuPaul's Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>